0: Guys, it's our music episode. Let's just sing a song. Hey there. Hello. Oh shit! This pen.
1: Get away from me, pen. What's a, what do you mean? There what you do you go. mean, a pen? What happens? There you go.
0: Hello, strangers on the internet. Welcome to the show about video games and friends. This week's theme is music. Music in games. The show is called Nitwick. To miss it would be a shame. Hi! My name is Drew. We're here to talk about music this week. I hope you like it. In case you couldn't tell from my vocal sounds earlier, though yeah, the show is called Nitwick and we're here, and we're ready. My name is Drew Fasciano, and a fun fact about myself. One of my favorite musicians or musical groups is Daft Punk, if you couldn't already tell, because I like robots oh, and beep man. boop noises. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised. Actually. Yes. Why are you surprised? I, 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 think it was. I thought
2: his favorite brand was Gorillas.
0: See I, it's, I've already mentioned that before and I want to say another one because I have so oh, okay. many different types of music that I like, that's, I just kind of want to choose them all. So I'm mm-hmm. just saying, mm-hmm. this way people get to know different sides and flavors of me as opposed to just my Gorilla's loving <laughs> side, that's
1: right. right. Mm. Okay. okay. This flavor of Drew is most appealing.
0: <laughs> I have 31 flavors.
1: <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Adam and my favorite, magi- mu- bleh, my favorite musician or musical group uh, currently, I'm, I've been on a year-long Led Zeppelin kick. Yeah! Ooh, I, really, I really like them, but, uh, like, Drew, and I feel like most anybody who likes music, uh, you kind of have multiple groups that you're a fan of.
2: Yeah. Actually, I, I agree with that. Hello there, I am Zach. Oh, oh, wait, we're going more into Adam. Let's talk about Adam.
1: What? No, no, I don't want to talk about more about me. I'm tired of
0: hearing about Adam, and I want to hear about this other person talking about oh, him. Oh, okay, him. hello
2: there. My name is Zach, and, uh... My favorite musician, I guess my favorite musician uh, would be Disturbed.
0: Whoa, really?
3: Disturbed. Yeah, it's mm, mm. like,
2: it's this like super, you know, it's just the, the, the hard rock band Disturbed. Um, it is a nice fallback for me. Like, I'm thinking like, what kind of music do I want to listen to today? About
0: half the time I could be like, I could listen to Disturbed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been getting into them recently. Uh, I heard their, their album, I think it was Immortal, or, it was one of the more recent ones, I think it was like 2015, um, mm-hmm. it was like super yeah. good, and it was recommended to me by a co-worker, and so I just like started working through their discography, that's cool, yeah. I didn't know you were um, the metal.
1: They, are they making a comeback or something, because I keep hearing more about them recently. Yeah, <laughs> no, I heard
2: about them recently too, I just don't follow them at all, so I just am like, alright, whatever, wow. do what you want. Um, so the thing is with me, with me and Disturbed is that I, I tend to receive music in the same exact way, and that I'm... I appear to not react to it very much, which led mm. to some funny mm. mot- notions when I used to play TF2 in my, my room and I'd be like listening to like softly spoken indie
0: bands <laughs> while playing TF2. <laughs> How did that work out? Like, because you're, you're killing and maiming in cartoon comic violence fashion. Why chill um, ass indie tunes?
2: It, it helped me chill out while I was playing, um, but it did cause my roommate to just look at me like a weirdo. <laughs>
3: Hmm. 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 that
1: makes sense though
2: but yeah so i'll listen to disturbed while doing very very like mundane normal looking activities
0: (laughs) that's that's amazing that's amazing like you know it's time to
1: what it's time to wash the dishes.
2: (laughs) that's not even that far off i'll listen
0: to it while i'm cooking (laughs) dude the most metal of cooking
1: Drew, I gotta ask: Are Daft Punk doing any more albums or anything? I think the last one was random. Was it Random Access Memories? Or yeah, are they still their doing stuff?
0: their last album was Random Access Memories. They did a collab with uh, some other folks a few like uh, not too long ago. It's rumored that they're gonna have a new album or some kind of tour um mm-hmm. so i'm keeping my ear to the ground but i am currently caught up in gorillas madness because they are touring now and i love them as well um like again like it's it's one of my favorite groups like they're they're all favorites to me everyone's a, um if i find out anything new about daft punk i'll let you know though you'll you'll hear
1: okay because i i don't know i was like man i could go for some more daft punk
0: mm-hmm oh i, I will send you more stuff then it
1: yeah tupperware remix party was like damn this is really good i could also go for more daft punk because mm. they have a very kind of similar vibe
0: Ooh. see now i'm gonna yep. listen to tupperware remix party because i didn't know that they were as daft punk as you as you claim oh they're my. pretty
1: good uh like i said last week when i went to the show uh they played uh what's that one it, it, it's like the guys like uh, last night I had this dream
0: about you in this dream. Oh, digital it's love, like digital love. There we go. From Discovery,
1: they did a cover, did a cover of Digital Love. Oh, that's awesome! It was really good. That's
0: awesome. You know, it was also really good. What, Adam? I You're hear weak. Drew had a week. Oh, oh he did. I did. I did have a week. It was a fantastic and beautiful I hear, week. I hear seven days have passed for you. Uh, seven days have passed. Each one oh, of them. Oh shit! I thought uh,
2: I thought eight <laughs> days passed for him.
0: No, no that's crazy I, I'm, I'm actually on i'm actually on the normal timetable uh i tried that whole eight day week thing but it wasn't really working for me so i'm back to being a silly silly norm okay. but but i can tell you about my seven day week it's pretty fun it's pretty great hmm. um hmm. for starters um on the topic of music i met up with some buddies and i saw the gorillas again and they were amazing again so that was pretty fun
1: how many times is this now
0: uh twice in one year Two? so i'm pretty happy. Oh, there you go. I'm a joyous boy. But, but
1: uh, uh, so hold on. Sorry, you cut off. This. How many times have you seen the gorillas now? Uh,
0: twi- uh, twice. Twice. Just twice in one year. Twice. For some reason, yes. I thought it was more. But uh, I wish it was more. They're really good live. They do an excellent performance. Uh, lots of projections, lots of great lighting effects, and lots of great collaborators. But that's not actually the highlight of my week. Um, and I'll tell you hmm. why. Hmm. And I think Zach can tell you too. We uh, not we right, went, we went down to uh, Santa Cruz this weekend um, in a secret covert operation to mm. help our dear friend Drew Kutles, uh, pronounce his love to his now fiance, Haley. And Aww. it was really sweet and really cool. Um, a bunch of us went down and we kind of hid out on this beach and waited for him to do the proposing. And. My goodness, if it wasn't just, like, a wonderful special moment for everybody. Uh, oh, maybe, Zach's in, maybe Zach's in disagreement, but I think I think we all agree it was pretty nice. It, I don't know. What do you think, Zach? Are you, like, suggesting I didn't enjoy that, like, like that it wasn't a magical event? No, I, I, I wasn't suggesting my, that I mean, at all.
2: <laughs> my, my, <laughs> I, I found some very funny moments, like, uh, when one of our friends' commando crawled up a dune to get what I can only describe as stalker cam footage of the proposal mm. I mean, on his phone
0: we had this whole like secret covert operation theme going for us as the secret team of people trying to help things happen so mm -hmm. there was a lot of like a lot of like overly serious like oh we gotta go now where's everybody we gotta get to the repoint the the, the waypoint oh shit el presidente has Mm -hmm. left the building um you know (laughs) like
2: like i told you when we were driving down i had a lot of nervous energy going into that event And I'm, Ah. like, preemptively defending myself from the kind of, like, super nervous actions I was taking
0: while I was down there. (laughs) Well, because, like, all of us were like, okay, we really don't want to screw this up. We really want to help them out. We really want to see this happen. We've been waiting for this to happen. So it was a a high-energy, high-tension event that ended as wonderfully as could be expected. And Oh, yeah. yeah. it
2: all went well. (laughs) It did. It went fantastically, in fact. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. Well, congrats uh, to the happy couple. Or
1: well, not that's that's usually what you say when they're married. Eventually, that. But yeah. congrats
2: on the engagement.
0: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I know it was really great. It was on the beach at, at sunset. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Did a wave come by and just and, and nail him right in the head?
1: No, but no, he did
0: pick goodness. up Haley and like run to the ocean with her. So it was almost as good.
2: <laughs> no, that's how you lose a ring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. My God. Apparently, apparently they walked like. Apparently, he walked into the water
0: while we all knew he
2: had the ring in his cargo shorts.
0: You idiot! We were hunched out (laughs) over a dune, and he was trying to, like, slow things down to get to the point where, you know, we were going to jump out and do the surprise. And so he was, like, playing in the water and playing with shells, and that actually made us think that the couple we saw in the distance wasn't them, because we were like, oh, there's no way he'd be playing in the water. He has a very, very expensive ring in his pocket. But um, we. Nobody would be that foolish.
2: <laughs> well, guess again. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah.
1: So is that I assume that's the highlight of both of you guys as we. That is the yeah. highlight of. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, I I I didn't go. I was. I only had to piece together what was happening. <laughs>
0: oh, but you, you right. got to have No, you, with co- you correctly
2: surmised it though. That was the great part
1: that's right my keen detective skills told me and i knew what was happening mm-hmm. so it was like, like i was there
2: <laughs> so so um so today after as we were coming back uh uh me and drew and then one other guy from the event and then actually two other guys from the event all went mm-hmm. to have ramen and uh, uh coming up to like santa clara i think mm-hmm. uh and we adam we invited adam and adam came along too and we asked him about it we were like like We were going to reveal to him, like, what was going on, and I think, like, I said, like, oh, right, yeah, Drew proposed, and you were like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, okay, I got that.
0: (laughs) I think you said, yeah, I think my reaction was, yeah, I know. It was, it was, it was, I was shocked, I didn't know you knew. Well, (laughs) let me tell you, as the world's greatest detective, the greatest detective,
1: I listened to certain key phrases that let me know something was up oh my lord
0: i see adam is a wonderful Um, person you use deductive reasoning you wonderful yeah
2: right he just he like cleverly put it together that we were doing something like that it was pretty great but we also had ramen which was really nice there was also butterflies there were also butterflies today oh right the monarch butterflies we had to stall for time before going
1: to ramen So we went out. So you guys went to what? The Monarch Butterfly Little Sanctuary in Santa Cruz? Yeah, yeah. and they're in season um, right now.
0: So there's like th- like hundreds of them just hanging out in this one little glade. And it's the coolest. Aww. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, me and a couple of buddies went down there and just kind of hung out. That was pretty fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait, did you do that this week? No, not
1: this week. Uh, this was like maybe a year ago or something. Oh, I see. I see.
0: Drew, what else happened in your week?
1: Or is that about it?
0: I mean here's the thing, other things happened, but I can't really top my friend proposing to his girlfriend on a beach at sunset. So that's kind of what's dominating it right now. I'm actually still <laughs> like like they're they're living through it right now. I myself am still kind of like processing the information, just like, whoa, it happened. Life is I a mean, thing. No, nobody, nobody saw it coming except Adam. Adam saw it. Coming. Well, Ad- Adam sees everything <laughs> coming. Uh, Adam, Adam, we've talked about ourselves. Can you? How have you been this past week? What's going on with you? Hmm. Well, seven days certainly have passed for me.
3: <laughs> oh dear. Mm. Uh,
1: in terms, of, so let's see. Uh, I'm still sticking to my swim schedule. I, I have set up a whole sw- uh, swim training regime, kind of not regime, routine. <laughs> Wow, well, I can't work today. A, a swim shading mm-hmm. regime. Aven-
0: I love it. I I, I, uh, I don't know why, but that seems very funny to me.
1: What like a swimming regime? Yes. We'll rule we'll, we'll <laughs> with iron fist that we've dunked in the pool. An iron oh, flipper. My. Yes. <laughs> iron <laughs> flipper. Uh, so I've I've been doing that. Um, in terms of games, uh, actually, I've been playing a lot of games this week, Ooh. as opposed to most weeks. Well, give us um, give us some game news, dog. So tuesday i met up with my buddy chris and he and i played uh, a bunch of marvel vs. capcom infinite oh sweet uh, yo that game's actually really good
0: even really if it looks fucking jank okay because um, like i really like marvel vs. capcom 3 and infinite i just saw it i was like this this looks very scary and not what i was wanting in life so how, how do i put this this has been pretty much like a lot of people who are
1: like super into the into the game and like some of the pro players and a lot of like commentators have had this Opinion, And after playing it, I kind of came to this as well. The gameplay is, ba- is like, really solid. The game itself is super, super good. There's a lot of cool things you can do with the characters that are there. The mechanics are neat. And just, you know, there's so much creativity you can do with combos. Everything else around it, the, the visuals, uh, the UI, uh, the music, story mode, is all kind of like, eh... It's, it's all right, but, like... So, so, it's kind of like they took, okay, we have this much budget, put all of it to gameplay, the rest has to go to, you, uh, to like, art and stuff. Hmm. And it kind of shows. So, uh, you know, they have more DLC characters coming out. Uh, I think they have a Monster Hunter, uh, Black Panther, and Sigma from Mega Man X are coming on the 17th. So, it's got three new characters already, and that's... That's really cool, Mm -hmm. but it's also like, damn, why do they each individually look better than everybody else in the game? Huh. So, uh, it's weird. Uh, I played some more Overwatch. Uh, Yeah.
0: Can can I ask about Marvel vs. Capcom because like I'm I'm still really interested. Like, like, oh, you wanted to ask on that? Yeah, I just just like because. It almost sounds like they did things, like, rel- like were they under budget? Was the project, like, in danger or something? Because that's... It's so, weird that, like, they made a good decision to, like, fix up the mechanics. And then everything else it's kind of known for has not been given that love. Yeah. Like, so, like, from what I've from what I've understood, apparently this game just had a very
1: little budget. Hmm. Uh, I was watching some video that was talking about, like, the budget of these games. Mm-hmm. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, the, the main game, had the budget of Street Fighter V's DLC. What the f- What? Wow. Not the, not, not the main game of Street Fighter V, Street Fighter V's DLC. So, the budget was super small, and that kind of makes sense when you consider how many characters are literally, like, drag and dropped from three into Infinite. Um... Like, like drew i think you'll probably notice a lot of that is returning cast from three not mm-hmm. not like previous one and two but mm-hmm. three specifically mm. uh so i think they just i i don't know it, it's very strange to me this is a very strange game where it's like the game is good why is everything around it not great hmm. or please
0: fix it and don't charge me to fix it kind okay of right right do you, do you have it at your house because um, i do so want to played... play it like it sound like i want to at least see what has become of it mm-hmm. i'll
1: probably pick it up because it was fun and i'll probably pick it up just to play around with the monster hunter character mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, exciting. so we'll see um so and then Boy. in other games uh me and zach played some overwatch did yeah comp together
2: we did like I, I... we did five straight games of comp <laughs> Woo! and we and
1: we won all of them, and definitely and totally didn't oh get god. fucking crushed multiple times. Oh my god, dude! I wow. played
2: I played a comp match today, and like we almost capped the point on attack. We almost capped it all the way on attack, and then on defense mm. we lose the first point, and a guy drops, and we lose. <laughs> I was furious. Th- thanks, guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Um,
1: but comp comp was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Played some more Persona Five. Uh yeah. Wait. Again, like. How far'd you go? Last night. So, I sat down to play a bit of Persona Five, and I did play it for a lot, but I seemed to run into like a whole bunch of cutscenes. So yeah, I only made like uh, I think because I I was at the very tail end of like one of the one of the dungeons. Mm-hmm. So I did play a lot, but in terms of actual progress, not that far. Uh, but I think I'm getting there. I think I'm in August or something
2: have you gone on the school no trip? that
1: that we're not doing this anymore no no more talk of that oh okay. we're in august but the more but the thing i put the most time into is i picked up cuphead yeah uh,
0: tell right. us all about cuphead the beautiful cuphead game
1: is a 2d shooter that's Styled around 1930s cartoons, mm-hmm. uh, it has the it has the animation of it. It had like everything looks like a moving cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sound and music are spot on. Everything sounds great. Boy, that game is
0: fucking difficult. <laughs> like, <laughs> that like um... I was I was shocked at how difficult it could get. So like is it is uh, it a I fun difficult on... or is it like a difficult where you're just like oh god like this could use some more cooking like no uh, uh, it's it's definitely.
1: It's fair. It's fair difficulty. Oh, like every time good. I've died, it's been because I did something stupid. <clears throat> um, that said, at least for me, it has some weird hitbox issues mm-hmm. uh, where I'm never sure what's gonna hurt me or not. So mm. I've kind of taken the idea of anything, everything on screen is gonna hurt
0: me. Okay. Don't don't touch anything. I see. I see.
3: That seems uh, but that cup makes head's,
0: sense. Cuphead's really good. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it a lot. How, well, that's been my week. Oh well, that has been an awesome week for you then, Just chock full of video games and and swimming. So that's cool.
3: Yeah,
2: that was good. It. Well, uh, Zach, what about you?
1: Well, in addition
2: to all the collective activities that we were doing and that Drew was talking about earlier, um, so the the proposal and the ramen um, and the butterflies, the butterflies. I don't know where that accent came from. Uh, I've also been playing. Um, I've been playing Overwatch, as I mentioned before, um, and I've also been playing Final Fantasy 14, and I got to level 69 today. Gigity. Yeah. There Giggity. You. Um, and, and I did so, and I did so because I forgot to, like, it, huh? I I blanked on the recording tonight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so yeah. I got, like, a text in the middle of the dungeon. I looked at it, and I was like, holy fuck, I forgot that's what was happening, Red. Ah. Um, and so i wrap that up and then we record but um i I did i got to i got to 69 uh i should get to 70 pretty quickly it's been a fun ride i hope to goodness i get to the end i'm like i'm just waiting to get to 70 so that way i can be like let me finish um (laughs) in addition to that i've also been uh uh i've also been uh prepping for an rpg game um for a tabletop game I'm specifically for my players. I am doing a mega dungeon, um, Ooh. and the theme I had for this like mega dungeon is I, I really liked Dark Souls, so I, I really well I really like Bloodborne because I played through Bloodborne. I also liked like Dark Souls and I like from soft software kind of games, and so I wanted to make a big, deeply interconnected sort of dungeon
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, that had a lot of sort of uh like resonance and things like that and so i did the theme i had is the players are all stuck in a city and they sort of all wake up without like any of their memories um Mm -hmm. but there's they're still capable they can still do things but they don't remember who they are and over the course of the game like each player selects a background and over the course of the game their backgrounds are slowly like revealed to them as they pick up more and more of their memories it's very cool stuff that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i hope i do fairly well in the execution i just have to make the map for a massive mega dungeon and the monsters and all the combat (laughs) encounters there's a lot to do (laughs)
0: gotcha but it's such a cool Um, concept though and it's a lot of really good there's like lots of good fiction you can draw from like i think we were talking about it in the car like there's memento there's ghost in the shell just anything that has to do with like lost memories is like yeah for you yeah
2: yeah it, it, it's a pretty cool well i'm starting to work on it i'm like uh doing all the lore i'm doing like all the top level lore right now because i like doing top level lore to help ground everything else um and it's just it's it's you know it's a fun exercise it's it's basically just like how am i going to structure all these different parts and pieces and get them to all work together and have a fun like massive fucking sandbox for the players to run around in but yeah gotcha that's, that has been well, my
0: week Well, that sounds like an excellent week. Adam has had an excellent week. We have all had excellent... And now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to talk about music and music and games. How do you feel about that? Excellent music. Yes. Only the best. Only the best for our show. Music! Let's do it! I feel like we don't have to begin by explaining what music is, because I feel like most people who listen to this understand the concept of audio waves. So instead... I was about to say, people who are deaf would have a hard time listening to our podcast. Uh, Indeed. indeed. Have we
1: ever considered transcribing the entire podcast to braille?
0: We have not, though there are Oof. systems in place to do that if we really, really, really want to. Um, but we do not quite have the budget yet. Hmm. Hmm. All right then. What we can do instead is, for our listeners we do have, is open up by talking about some of our favorite music from games. So ah. I will go first, if nobody if nobody minds, and I would just I mean like to I got say. a list. Go for it. I mean, we, I think we all have lists. I... I'm going to. Yeah, I think we all
2: have lists. Drew, you should probably start with yours.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. Um, I will start by saying if you know me, you know that I like very weird music. I like electronic music. I kind of like post punk music. And so I kind of tend to go towards that with game music. I'm a big fan of the stuff used in Metroid Prime, it's very spacey and out there. A lot of what Supergiant does. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, Supergiant does Bastion and Transistor. Uh, mm-hmm. And Pyre, which I haven't played, but I really, really want to. Yeah, same. And in general, they are known for being a very artsy studio, but also having some really dang good music. Um, like soundtracks that can kind of explain the plot of a game, they kind of use them as like a form of lore, but are also just very well composed and very very core to the spirit of those games. Any particular track from those that you, that you like? There? Okay, so I, I usually like them all. Um, But I will say, in Transistor, there was a song called In Circles, and In Circles is... It's used during a particular boss encounter very early in the game, so you don't know a ton about this character, but you can listen Mm. to it and sort of piece together, like, what they're about and why they're, like, fighting you and doing what they're doing. And it's a really cool, like, meta level of narrative. Uh, and what's happening is as you fight this person in the battle, uh, midway through when their health gets really low and it's very obvious that they're going to lose said fight, um, a separate version of the track goes on and it's very pixelated and kind of glitchy and messed up. And it's like a really cool little twist on taking like a battle theme and making it match what you're doing to your opponent. And it may not be my favorite song, but it's like super clever and super well done. And I really, really like it. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, in general, Bastion, Supergiants, Giants, uh, Darren Korb, the guy who does all that music, and I'm sure he collaborates with other people, but he's super good. I give him five stars out of five. Um, I have others here, but I kind of want to mix it up, so I would like someone else to go between me okay. talking about things I like. So, what's oh, up, you Santa? Go, Adam? Uh, sure,
1: I can go. Uh, so it sounds like we're kind of doing a round robin kind of thing. As let's we go do a round
0: robin. I think a round robin is best. I don't. I think that's the way to go.
1: Uh, so I. I i'm kind of the same i i don't know i how do i put this i like a lot of music from a lot of different games and stuff uh my list i I realize now has a lot of like it kind of goes from like a lot of high energy stuff to a lot of kind of like very serene Mm -hmm. stuff uh one of the tracks i'm really i really like or there's a whole series i really like um i enjoy the legend of zelda a lot as i mentioned Mm -hmm. and they are known for having really really good soundtracks uh i think koji uh there's a guy called koji kondo who has done most of the soundtracks for uh, the recent zelda games
2: you know he's actually done a lot of
1: mario games too
3: oh
1: but i don't know i've always really liked the his work in zelda uh he always seems to capture the vibe for example one of the tracks i really like was the astral observatory from majora's mask Mm. it's this really it's a very kind of spacey kind of very meditative song it has this like floaty atmosphere to it because you you go in there and all it is is that you're just inside this observatory you can see the stars around you um and on the first day you go in there at night and you look at them and that's when you look at the moon for the first time and get a really good look at it Mm. and it's got this weird vibe of being there's this huge menacing thing but the music's very soft and kind of playful Uh, But I really like that song, it's one of my favorites.
0: I think i think you've made me listen to it before i i know you've mentioned it how long ago did you play yeah. how long ago did you play majora's mask uh i got it when it came out on oh. the n64 uh mm-hmm.
1: i actually didn't beat majora's mask a, a young adam could not wrap his head around some of the time mechanic stuff uh ah, yeah yeah for certain bar, uh, parts mm-hmm. i always meant to i keep meaning to go back and play it um i think if they re-released it on the
0: 3ds um, I know that song is in there, and it's like, damn, that that song's good. <laughs> well, I mean, it also yeah. had like darker themes, so maybe it was just a little terrifying to play as a child. Like it was just like, I don't really want to keep going with this. Maybe, or yeah, maybe, that... maybe I'm just assuming. Well, that's
1: a talk for a different. But yes, Majora's Mask can be kind of nerve wracking if you're not sure
3: what to do. <laughs> yeah. Zach. Yeah. Your um, first, you're up.
2: I think I'm gonna start. Um, I think I, I also like a lot of different kinds of genres. i i really like i really like game soundtracks and so i'm basically gonna write down all of these and listen to them at work but Mm uh uh one series that actually has really gotten me in terms of like music and such is the persona series and shoji miguro's work Mm -hmm. um who's the composer for persona 3 4 and 5 um he did all three i believe he did all three yeah damn um man's got talent (laughs) (laughs) yeah he did he does the he basically is the guy for all the persona music and i'm pretty sure he worked on like all the soundtracks for like the dancing all night games um that or like he, he worked some of them at least is um, that the music
0: game or the fighting game
2: the music game ah he might have also worked on the fighting game he, he ah. basically does the persona music um so uh i i really like it because he does a lot of good work in terms of like mixing pop with another genre or sort of like making a pop song work for that particular persona game and he tends to put, draw on a lot of different talents and interests like uh in persona 3 sort of like uh maybe not uh, like hip-hop and r&b basically he drills draws a lot of influence from those genres when he's when he made persona 3 and all of those in all of those uh songs <laughs> and all then the,
1: all the tracks are persona 3
2: yeah Um, It comes out a lot in a number of the songs and sort of like, uh, I think mass destruction in particular has a lot of sort of like, yeah, it's got that sort of beat to it. Um, Is that the
1: one that starts with baby, 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 (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: that is um, but uh but yeah so that's that's kind of what he draws from that and then in persona 4 he draws a lot from like uh just standard sort of like not quite standard but it, he he goes full-on pop like he's doing very very like japanese pop music uh because mm. he wants to sort of inject like a positive upbeat atmosphere in it and so you can hear it um like you can hear it in the Juness theme that actually exists in the game like when you're listening to the Juness theme, it has this really poppy sort of like uh, upbeat vibe to it, and that mm. sort of it helps to carry through on the themes of the game. And then Persona Five has that very sort of uh, acid jazz feel, is I think what uh, the term that Adam used, um, and it's yeah. it's got that yeah. So like, you, and you can hear it clearly in the opening theme, which is uh, I believe it's called "Wake Up, Get Up, Get Up, Get, Out, Get Up, Get Out There." Uh, that's um, life will change. Oh, that is life will change. My bad. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's, it's got that really strong sort of like acid jazz, jazzy sort of vibe to it to sort of give you that like low down, you're kind of the cool guy um, mm-hmm. sort of vibe and sort of like the, like you're the rogue or the, you, you know, you're sort of like, uh, yeah, and, and that's, that's sort of where it's sort of drawing from. And mm-hmm. I, I just like how this guy draws a lot of different sorts of inspirations into the different music he puts up. Um, and so that was three examples for me. So maybe the
0: rest of you guys should just keep talking. <laughs> I, I know you've got one sitting in the background that I, I want you to cover. So so we'll get back to you soon. Uh, oh. Do you have any other Persona-related <laughs> stuff you want to say? Or Persona music-related stuff you want to say? Um, nothing, nothing in particular to
2: Persona games. But... Yeah, I just I just handed you like three examples. So if we do the like fade in thing, it's gonna happen like three times. Uh,
0: I'll I'll remix them all. I'll remix them all. Somehow. Oh god, <laughs> it'll sound amazing. All right, Drew, what's another example for you? All right, so I I'm affect the one I want to talk about next is more a, it's kind of a story, but um. I really like this one band called 65 Days of Static. Um, they started off as a math metal quote band uh, that I would listen to a lot in high school. And I kind of kept listening to them up and through college. And uh, they, some people know this, some people don't, but they, their most recent album was actually the soundtrack to No Man's Sky. And I know oh. that, yeah, and so right. I know that game is a bit polarizing. It's, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's got plenty of issues, plenty of things about it. I personally like it, but I totally understand people not. But one thing I think that game nails fantastically is the music. And that's because I'm incredibly biased, because it's one of my many favorite bands. Um, basically getting a shot to do a full soundtrack to something. What I really like about the music they put into No Man's Sky and their music in general is that it's it's all about progression right it's always building into this like from this one quiet or very uneasy sort of sense to like these loud booming beautiful moments that happen hmm. like over the course of a song um i res- remember distinctly the original trailer for no man's sky used a song called debutante which was on i think their fourth album um and it's it's a really good song it's a very long song. And it was, I thought it was just for the trailer. And then when I found out like, oh shit, no, these guys are like actually doing all original music, all for this one game. Most of it is actually generated through an algorithm. Um, It's sort of like there to fit the mode of whatever's happening for the player. Uh, I just thought that was so cool. Um, I think one of my favorite songs from the album they released was Red Parallax. of the album is stuff that they've kind of done manually right it's like official songs and then the second half is all part of the soundscapes that they generate for the game so you'll hear bits and pieces of these songs throughout the game but they get remixed you know on the fly with other things based off of what's happening around you and that's like super freaking cool like dynamic music to me is like fantastic and it's being done by a band that i really really like and so like the two together are like it's it's just like this really shocking thing to see happen like in my life like to see like yeah. oh this is like weirdly perfect for me specifically yeah, um, nice. so um, yeah it's kind of it's kind of hard to describe why I like it beyond that because a lot of it is just personal bias and really liking that type of music that is very focused on on feel and vibe and almost creating an atmosphere more than like you know anything else. And I think that works mm. really well in games. And I think it, I think it's in a lot of music that I like when I listen to games. And that's what mm. I got. Gotcha. And yeah. that is how I will cap off my description. I will now hand the mic <laughs> over to you, Adam Magleby Magleby. Oh boy, oh boy.
1: <laughs> so uh, another set of music that I'm really, li- I really like is, uh, I like tracks in-, in games that have very like strong melodies to it. Like you know, a lot of times. It- music goes to this kind of like epic feeling kind of thing or mm-hmm. they're trying to evoke stuff but there's really no like kind of major flow through it mm-hmm. uh but some songs have these like really strong melodies to it and like um i find older games had this uh so two of my examples are uh from Ca- both are from castlevania and it's the song vampire killer mm-hmm. and uh the other one is bloody tears
3: mm-hmm.
0: I think as soon as
1: I say those, people might already be able to play them in your head because that melody and that catch are so strong mm-hmm. with those, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know they're just so distinct that you, you know it, the song just immediately starts playing for you. Mm-hmm. And they have this, they you know Castlevania has kind of this gothic horror kind of vibe to it. And what's really cool for to Castlevania for me is that they uh, Castlevania's music um, has always had this kind of gothic vibe to it. But for whatever reason, it also has this kind of, like, 80s disco synthwave kind of vibe. Huh. Uh, that one, that's more true of some of the later ones, like the Metroidvania ones.
0: Is that just a product um, of the times? Like, like, those games that came out in the 80s sound like 80s music?
1: Like- yeah. It, it, it's, just, it's just interesting to me because you would think, like, oh, they're, like, you know, the, the original NES, uh, Castlevania, they were kind of just going for this, you know, this is a kind of a gothic tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had to use, you know work within the capability of the hardware to produce this music and it really works and it has these very strong tones uh but as the series progressed like there are a couple key tracks in castlevania that always seem to pop up and vampire killer and bloody tears are the are two of the songs that always seem to be remixed and are very much you know iconic of the series so it was really cool to see these two tracks kind of evolve as the times went on um do they yeah.
0: get remixed? Because I know that Castlevania is known for its music, and I know that it's known for sort of taking its old tracks and finding ways to be clever with them.
1: Yeah. They they show up a
0: lot. Like, a lot of the
1: older tracks will show up as kind of, like, cameo. Like, not cameo, but, like, kind of throwback ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, I think it was Dawn of Sorrow, where you go into, like, the old kind of abandoned part of the castle, and it starts playing a remixed version of... I think it, I, it starts playing a remix version of Vampire Killer. Oh, that's and so cool! And up until cool. that point, like, mm-hmm. no other bit had it. And it's like, well, that sounds cool. Uh, I might be misremembering it, but there is some... there. Like, there's one area in Dawn of Sorrow that has this, like, iconic track. But the name always escapes me. I can always <laughs> pin the tune, but for some reason the name is, like... I get those flipped <clears> around, which is very... Which is annoying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, uh, I have a few more examples, but I'll, I'll pass it back over to Zach... okay
2: Okay. um so is this the is this our final round are we gonna move on to the next question after this
1: give another one and we'll do like maybe one more but quicker yeah
2: okay um i think for this one i think i have to give it up for for my trump card here is um the music in jet set radio future is probably some of my favorite music in a video game Mm
3: -hmm.
1: um because strong music yeah
2: because that music like i don't think that music specifically but that kind of music in general was basically the inspiration for that game there's no way it couldn't have been it it's this like very very 90s hip-hop and rap and um like it's very japanese as well uh yeah and sort of like it's it's all about that kind of stuff from like the 90s and it's literally a game about you skating on rollerblades and like graffitiing everything you come across
1: and it owns it, it's, its very like quintessential <laughs> punk music. It sounds like, or... yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's super. It it's yeah. Like I definitely agree with that. It, it's super punk music. Um, and it is it is meant for a game. Just it perfectly suits it. It the whole game is about like it's called Jet Set Radio Future. So it's 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 about the radio. It's about just getting into that sort of atmosphere. And I think the the music sells that game almost as much as like everything else in that game. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there any
1: particular track that you do you like from that one? Or
2: I mean, there's always the opening track, Mm. which is the concept of love.
1: is concept the is concept the love of love the opening track I thought
0: it showed up much later
2: um it's I it's think, the first track on the soundtrack
0: I oh, think okay. it's the song that sure people associate with the game the most like I'm there yeah. are plenty plenty jokes about that song uh just for how intense it is like when it shows oh, it up is.
2: And the thing is I I'm I'm like pretty positive it's on the title it's on the title card
1: Remember, we also named a podcast episode after that song. Yes, yeah. because
0: because <laughs> it's a very memorable song. <laughs> yeah, it is a super memorable song. Uh,
2: but yeah, it's 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 really good. And admittedly, like a lot, I, I'm forgetting the names of like all these songs, which really sucks. But uh, mm-hmm. a lot of those songs have a lot of like catch to them. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, it, like you could almost release it as like a full album now. And like not even reference the old game, and you'd probably get a bunch of people who are into it. I think there's a Twitter group or something, that,
1: or like there's a website that just plays Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future music. And it, if you didn't know it was a game, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is pretty good music. Who is this?" Like, "Oh, it's from a game."
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, which reminds me of uh, a couple of other guys. I'll stick them in the
3: end. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, okay, we'll go for a quick lightning round thing. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Drew, what are your what are some other tracks that you like? well uh if i'm gonna go lightning round then you already talked about zelda but i would be remiss if i did not mention the majestic game wind waker i think the soundtrack to that thing is amazing there are so many wonderful wind instruments and sounds that i don't hear like anywhere else like it's a very it's a very i don't know what the word is eclectic like it's just like it uses so many different instruments that i rarely ever get to hear and it's It's, like mm -hmm. it's a lot of
2: strings and chimes right
0: yeah uh, yeah strings chimes wood instruments it's it's so it's just it's got a lot going on it's Mm -hmm. uh it's so fun to just sit out and listen to on like a sunday evening or something uh and since it's lightning round i'm just going to go ahead and say that dragon roost island Mm. Now that's what <laughs> like, I call good music. Um, oh boy. <laughs> and you can whistle to it. You can whistle to it super hard. And now that's all I got. Lightning round goes over to Adam. Lightning, lightning. Oh boy, Adam. So a
1: few of the other tracks I've really liked. Uh, I really like the Animal Crossing music. Uh, it has a very chill vibe. Perfect for kind of just like, you know, Animal Crossing's not that intense a game. It's very laid back and the music works. There's one track I really like where. This cat just keeps meowing through the entire song. Nice, I that was really cute.
2: Wow,
1: uh, I really like. There's a song from Street Fighter 4 called "Volcanic Rim." Volcanic Rim is what I would, what I feel is one of the most like hype-inducing songs. <laughs> I, I every time I hear it, I just get like super excited and like just like all energetic. It, it's a great song. I really like that one a lot, Ooh, yeah. uh, and then the other one I had here on my list was there's a song called Gratia Mundi from Final Fantasy XV, and Ooh. it was one of I think two tracks that came out when the game was called Final Fantasy Versus. Whoa! And it it's this big, sweeping orchestral kind of song. It feels like it should be played in a ballroom. will occasionally play when you're just running out in the field and I actually like it way more when it's played out in the field because it has this big sweeping like vibe to it and when you and your party are just running around and the world is open to you it just feels so amazing that like it it all works and it's all like violins and cellos and stuff yeah it's a great song I I, everybody should listen to
2: go play 15 dang um (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i guess it's on to me and my my final lightning round i have a lot Send us i'm off. gonna have to mention i'm gonna have to mention some of these at the end but um, we got pour
0: outs i we got pour outs later
2: yeah i guess for the last one i really liked the i i'm i really like the near automata soundtrack um mm-hmm. and i particularly i'm remembering grandma destruction that's a really fun one but um i think we're gonna move on to say, some one did you say grandma of destruction i said grandma destruction Huh. Alright then. Um yeah, it is it's 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 one of the battle themes. Um but yeah, so I actually really like um a lot of the like mainline themes, like uh the Elder Scrolls 3 main theme and the Halo main theme. Ooh.
3: Uh,
2: I really like both of those. They both had really they they both did a really good job of sort of like drawing you in. Elder Scrolls 3 in particular, if you ever listen to the main theme for that game, it is almost perfect at drawing you into this like bizarre strange world you find yourself sort of like thrust upon and so it 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 does again it does a super good job of, of just like drawing you into the game itself and like the whole soundtrack for for elder Scrolls is really good but yeah that's that's sort of my mm-hmm.
0: Well, very cool, very cool. Lightning round composed. <laughs> so
1: our next question is, uh, what is important for a game soundtrack? And you know, this question is more about like how, what elements do, do we all feel like is super important for, um... sorry, my dad is handing me a sandwich.
0: Oh, hello, Thanks, dad. Adam's dad.
1: Now with my sandwich in tow, I am ready to talk about video game soundtracks.
0: Well, tell us all about video game soundtracks, Adam. So, I, what I'll is important? What is important to a video game soundtrack? <laughs> is it a sandwich? So, yes,
1: you have you have to have a sandwich in your video game soundtrack. It's very I important. I see. What else? Um, so, when I think what are important to me in a game's soundtrack, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit, um, this is true for all soundtracks. I feel but I feel like it really has to work in a game, is being able to capture kind of the tone and mood of the Mm -hmm. level or area you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, Music is, is I think, one of the biggest elements of a game, and I think it's sometimes often overlooked uh, at just how important it is for pulling you in to the the music, like, the area. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Like, uh, one example I always think of of a song that, like, just really pulls you in it was in donkey kong country and i think it was i think it was a uh, aquatic ambience huh. and it's this very very like kind of ambient slow tone thing and the game up till this point has been very fast paced uh you know a lot of jumping running rolling uh and the music has matched and this is the first level where it's really kind of slowed it down and the music also slows down to let you know okay maybe take this area a little slower than usual because there's like different traps and stuff.
0: Oh, interesting. So yeah
1: i just think like for a game in particular you have the ones that for me that work the most are the ones that will invoke an emotion or some kind of
2: response kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um i think uh i think a soundtrack in addition like it's basically like soundtrack exists basically to set the mood and the tone of the game Mm -hmm. um it's it's there to set like what you're sort of like how you're supposed to be feeling it 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 gives you the emotional context for the game and i think you might have talked about this as well um yeah and so like a good soundtrack is incredibly important to having a good game because it again is is setting the emotional scene and so mm. like a soundtrack that's sort of like incongruous with the game or sort of like doesn't match what the, the game is trying to be will give the player like a really deep sense of dissonance and if that's what you're trying to do with the player then that's what you're trying to do but yeah if you're not mm. it, it's a big problem for for how you convey the game Like, really hot, really happy, peppy music going along with a character dying, not so good. (laughs) Well, I mean, you say that, but that could be a
1: dramatic irony. Dissonance is kind of a different thing. I I think, kind of, what Zach's saying is, you know, it's one thing for having dissonance, like having Bioshock have all of this kind of upbeat, like New Year's sounding music, Mm -hmm. and you're looking around like, wow, this place is garbage. That's different than, say, like, okay, Aerith is dead cue the save to the
0: save room music that's all happy and upbeat that's true it's like nah that that wouldn't work that well that's true i guess i'm thinking of like akin to that like fallout where like they have all this very happy jazzy hey look at me music while you're in like an art like a, a complete wasteland you know yeah mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> no then that's that's just what i'm saying we're like distant that it helps to create that sense of dissonance and it, mm-hmm. it helps like in the fallout games it helps to create that sense of a uh, like loss Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because yeah, the music yeah. the, the music is there to sort of remind you that things used to be better
1: mm-hmm. i think for me with music dissonant like musical dissonance i think uh it's very hard to describe like just like one-off but i think most people know it when they kind of feel it like uh, and when it works it'll work like with fallout or in bioshock um i'm trying to think of an instance and uh, maybe i don't really remember off the top of my head um i remember there was something in star fox adventure i think where one of the areas is in, like, this kind of really dark cave, and for whatever reason, they decided to use these, bon- like, kind of upbeat bongos.
0: I was like, huh, this really doesn't work here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Any thoughts, Drew? Uh, for me, uh, the biggest thing that shouts out to me, like, everything you've said is obviously true. Like, I game music has to set a theme, it's responsible for a lot oh, more. Oh, fuck, than I know. What?
2: I, an incredibly important part of a soundtrack is you need to be able to loop it. You need to be able to loop it a lot.
0: <laughs> well, that, that, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. You need point. to be able to
2: like, loop it, not go crazy.
0: <laughs> true, it's true. Exactly what you're saying is true. Um, you can't, you can't have a very specific soundscape in games, right? Like even in a movie, you know how long something's gonna cut for. Like you can plan around that. Game music has to be something that can like be handled on its own and can hold its own. Obviously, you have to have some kind of context, but, like, you know it could be going on for as long as the player is trying to figure out a puzzle or fight a boss or, you know, all kinds of... Um, yeah. It's, I think it's why you don't see vocals so often because, like, vocal tracks have... Like, they tell a story. They're a very distinctive thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to have something outside of, like, a cry or, like, some kind of, like, weird gibberish that you can just repeat over and over and over and doesn't just sound annoying. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I
1: think one example for me of that is uh, occasionally you see that in in battle themes where Mm -hmm. Persona has really strong music but one of the things that I'm always kind of iffy on is uh, a lot of their battle themes have lyrics in them Mm -hmm. so you will hear that opening verse every single battle Uh, and for some reason like I go through waves of like if I really like that because like they do set a tone Mm -hmm. and then other ways like alright we're hearing it again I will be honest have not yet hit that point with Persona 5 I love that theme every time that that pops up
2: it's Mm -hmm. It, like the weight of that music, the weight the music is super, super good, so I imagine it's gonna carry for a while for. Well, people.
1: I'll, I'll give an example that I can think of right now. Uh, P5 Persona 5's uh, battle theme has lyrics, but I feel like they they are more in line with what with what's happening right now. Like you know you're in this kind of very abstract place and the music kicks in and uh, it gives you that sense of you know you're about to go into this battle and just like uh, pull this off in the most stylish way. I actually really didn't like Persona 3's battle theme. It always Ooh. felt really weird to me. Does and it? It might be because it starts with this really abrasive,
2: like kind of baby, breakdown baby, baby, thing. Maybe, baby. yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. See, the thing is, we'll people. Probably... See, see, the thing is, is that uh, you you might get some hate mail because there are certain people who love Mass Destruction.
1: Oh, uh, don't get me wrong. Mass Destruction is great, and I I do like the song in general. Uh, it's when I'm like grinding through the dungeon, and it's like. You hear it like almost immediately after in every battle, right. so that kind of goes to the point that that Zach and Drew talked of. You really it do need, it does need to loop well, and I would also say if you're gonna have to start a song over and over in a uh, in a game, please don't make that that beginning bit super noticeable so you can tell mm-hmm. when it's looped.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I mean to go off of that, I think I think one weird challenge game music specifically has is. It has to blend in a lot more than, say, like, a movie soundtrack or, like, an album or a studio album or something. Like, Mm. I think, like, in Dishonored 2, like, the music there is, like, relatively nice, but none of it's particularly memorable. Because it's very much about matching how, like, focused the player has to be. And so you need something to kind of fill in that space. But, like, a lot of the sounds you hear are very... They're very much like they could almost be like just like something that happened off to the side you weren't looking at, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that kind of my... ha- yeah. Sorry, go mm-hmm.
1: ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, say uh, from the bits I've played of Dishonored, I do. I don't really remember the music much. I remember there being music,
0: but mm. well, like I because like there's obviously music that I really liking, but. There are also games that I play that I'm really into. Like, I love Bloodborne. And the music, I know I like it, but there's no specific track that really, like, sticks to me because it's very much about the mood and the feel that the player is having with the mm-hmm. entire mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a part of the package that doesn't always get to have the spotlight. You know what I mean?
1: That's that's a really good point. I, I didn't think, like... M- uh, movie soundtracks usually are very upfront. Uh, and, you know, you can feel them. But, yeah, games do have to have more... They have to have strong soundtracks that like tell you the emotion but they also can't be too overstated um one well, thing i was going to bring up since you brought up bloodborne mm-hmm. have you guys gone back and listened to like the boss theme tracks yeah from bloodborne i mean
2: I, w- I went through and listened to the the full soundtrack multiple times
1: well the point i was going to bring up is i when i was fighting those bosses i don't remember there being music i like <laughs> i I, I remember being terrified so, yeah <laughs> yeah you're so focused on like here i'll give you an example um ludwig Uh, ludwig the accursed and the holy blade forms uh i went back and listened to those soundtracks and they're some of my favorite in the game i cannot tell you if i ever even remember hearing them when i fought
2: ludwig because he's like
1: screaming and hollering and it's like oh my god please don't kill me yeah (laughs) no it's it's, it's
2: really good music that gets like completely covered out the, the game but again like the music is supposed to be subconscious to be honest uh for Mm -hmm. those games with with the one exception there's one exception in bloodborne and that is the um cleric beast fight where the music is very prominent in that fight which one Um, uh cleric beast
1: oh yeah uh
2: like in in the cleric beast like the scream that starts the fight is part of the music um Mm. and the the swelling of the music like really is very strong in that particular fight Mm-hmm. Everything else mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you is that it's sort of, like, falls to the background, and it's really more yeah. about the, the visual and the sort of, like, the noises that the enemy is making.
0: That's one yeah. thing I really like to see in-game music, is when it when it kind of, like, builds over time to match, like, maybe how long a fight has been going. If, if that's an option. Again, it's not always an option. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the yeah, thing again, is, they do,
2: do kind of do that, although I, I kind of wanted to uh, talk about that a little bit more later.
0: To say,
1: uh, our second, our third question for this evening was... What are the differences between game music and more traditional styles? Uh, and we seem to have kind of slipped easily into the into that from our previous one. So we can probably go ahead and talk about that now. Yeah. Because um, so, we've been talking a lot of like what's unique to game music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we've kind of said, these are things that really work in games but may not work in traditional. So yeah, uh, And yeah. dynamic music is definitely something that I don't think would work in a movie. No. Kind of like
2: you can't have mm-hmm. dynamic music in a movie.
0: Like how do you do that? Well you wouldn't you wouldn't want to. Like because you don't need to. Yeah. Like you you could theoretically like write an algorithm and like use that randomly in the editing room, but like I don't think it would be good. Alright, All right. imagine this.
1: It's You're watching so a movie,
0: weird. they're having they're having a heart to heart
1: moment, somebody in theater's like, you know what this needs? This needs more drum and bass. And then mm-hmm. as they're having this heart to heart moment, the like this deep bass line kicks in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> jesus i oh, mean no. I guess, go ahead I... and explain dynamic music for us zach
2: um so for dynamic music it's, it's which is obviously very different from traditional styles um it's basically like the game will like notice when something has happened and it will use that as a moment to fade in to something else like um mm-hmm. uh for instance in near automata um all of the tracks have a have a combat version and an on combat version. In addition to that, they also have a vocal version and a non vocal version, which is oh. insane. <laughs> like that, you now have, have four of the same track for everything.
0: Well, do That's they just cool. do they just remove the vocals from the song? Like, is it just yeah. like an orchestral version?
2: Yeah, it's basically an orchestral version. There's an orchestral okay. version of like every song.
1: Um,
0: okay, now, how, how does it?
1: how does it do the dynamic stuff like clearly uh, a non-combat it, and combat version makes sense yeah what about the vocal ones
2: um i think you usually like the vocal ones slip in when there's some sort of like like when i think the game is aware when you're near like major plot points and so like when you're just running around faffing about in the city they'll pull the vocals but they'll slip them back in when you you know you're going and doing something in particular they do a really good job of fading it too you barely notice it Hmm. um and yeah it like that that game does a really good job of it um a similar thing happened with uh oh i'm blanking on it now i was talking to the guy uh ftl (laughs) there we go i i I literally was talking to the guy who made the music for ftl and i was asking him about it and he just in the same thing happened with FTL. um Mm -hmm. he he did a lecture at ucsc um oh
1: yeah i remember that one yeah He, he talked about how he did the the music for that one
2: yeah yeah and so um so I remember he was talking about it, and he said that like yeah, there, there was a there was a combat and a non-combat version for that, um, and and I've seen this in a couple of boss fights as well. Is that they'll do a dynamic thing where like you'll hit a certain stage in the fight, and it's sort of like maybe like the twist happens or something like that, but like the music, the new music will dynamically change to the like more intense track when you get to that particular stage of the fight and i think that's a really cool like development that's happened with games in terms of like making making it more interesting and it makes it much more distinct from from more uh from more traditional music styles
1: mm-hmm. drew did you have anything to throw on there or...
0: mm, no i mean no i'm good what about you adam you've been you've been a bit quiet uh, on this here question and we'd like to open well, it up I... to you so one example i
1: have of uh dynamic music is from the 2013 version of killer instinct and killer instinct is a 1v1 fighting game that does this really cool thing with its music where it will dynamically change depending on what's happening like as the fight is progressing um so if if somebody is going like really hard on somebody that the theme, the uh, stage theme, gets really intense as this person is just doing all these combos and everything.
0: Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. So, like, uh, one of the first
1: stages that people notice on was the character Jago was doing all this crazy combos on uh, one of the other characters. And the music was just going nuts and going crazy. And then Jago backs off to co- kind of go back to the neutral game. And the music subtly sl- uh, slows down, and it goes to this very subdued thing as they both size each other up. And as soon as the other character like jumps Jago to like start the fight again, it mm-hmm. kicks right back up. Huh. Um, it's Killer Instinct, uh, and basically anything by Mick Gordon. Uh, he's mm-hmm. the guy that did the soundtrack for Killer Instinct, the new mm-hmm. Doom. Uh, he does great work with like capturing a, a tone. But I think the dynamic music of Killer Instinct is just fantastic i love it a lot
0: you know i i didn't hear a ton about that game uh, after it came out i didn't even know it had dynamic music and that's a really cool mechanic to have in your game I, I yeah i think it's really
1: impressive that it's in a fighting game of no less of like that's a lot of things changing like constantly in that
0: game Hmm. I'm, I'm surprised they're evil even, even to even pull that off huh? that, mm. ha- it has my respect it has my respect and All you right. can
1: get it on steam somebody play with me please Oh, I thought it
0: was Xbox exclusive. Oh, well.
1: Uh, what? It's not Xbox exclusive. It's on Steam right now. No, I thought it was. I'm saying I was wrong. Oh. Shall we move on to our uh, next question, or does anybody uh, have any final thoughts on game soundtrack versus traditional music?
0: I am ready to move on to our next question. Um, It just has to do with, how do you feel about licensed music in games versus original scores? I.e. I taking... Just, Say again?
2: This, this sort of ties back into one of the things we were talking about before. Like licensed music is meant to sort of like have an arc to it
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and so like it works for like a cutscene, but it doesn't work in the game itself because it won't loop very well on it it'll have issues with uh um sort of what is it oh i'm blanking um, getting the tone right? yeah getting the tone, tone right, and flow. Like so like like there's a lot of issues with having licensed music in your game whereas like an original score gives you the flexibility and really the necessary flexibility to get something decent looking um yeah so it, i i guess like background themed licensed music like it would be like the kind of licensed music that like you don't need like like you would never like remember it wouldn't be like a like a song you heard <laughs> so i don't know if i did quite counts.
0: hi we want to we want to pay you to let us use your music but only kind of in the background and not really as like a prominent thing because we don't really like it is kind of what I'm getting. <laughs> that is a great sales pitch. I can see it working already.
1: Yeah.
2: So that's that's kind of the issue. Um. Uh.
1: If I had to say for anything, for generally, mm. I I like original scores just because I can think they could be more tailor made to the game.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Um. But I think licensed music can work when it's ba- when like the game is based on a real world event or person or or something like. I'll give you an example. Tony Hawk Pro Skater has oh, right, tons yeah. of license has tons of licensed music. It and does. you know why that works? Because that's the kind of music that the people who play this game like
3: or mm-hmm. yeah, would yeah.
1: probably associate with that game. Mm-hmm. Like let me there's a song called Superman by Goldfinger that is like I think like you don't remember them, you remember it being in Tony Hawk Pro Skater too.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I kinda I agree with that totally. Like when a game Thematically, or like, like the game wants you to be in the headspace of listening to the radio, um, which is what this stuff is about. Really, is, is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is basically about listening to the radio, mm-hmm. um, in terms of music. I think it makes a lot of sense to use licensed music, and like Fallout kind of uses licensed.
0: Style I just music. know that like I don't really like the Offspring, but if I'm playing Crazy Taxi, it suddenly starts to become like a lot more manageable for me, like. like crazy taxi one has like a soundtrack that for whatever reason works really well when i'm pretending to drive a taxi very fast and in no other situation yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) exactly exactly it's like uh, if that shows up randomly on my phone i'm like what the fuck is this but like if i'm playing it yeah 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 i i kind of agree with you it's it's like it's isolated cases cases where licensed music works um i i guess i feel like i would i want it to work better because i feel like you know there's a lot of music that is tied very closely to like different things like in our psyche Mm -hmm. and culture um and it would be kind of nice to have that connection between games and sort of the real world Mm -hmm. You know, like, it'd be cool if, like, I could hear a song and think, oh, yeah, that's from, you know, so-and-such, and and it was used in such-and-such movie, and it kind of, you know, evokes, like, feelings of this, that, and the other thing. I'm being vague intentional. Um, like, original scores are obviously great, and I think they're pretty much necessary for anything. I can't really think of a game outside of, you know, Tony Hawk and, you know, Crazy Taxi that, like, pull in other artists and that's their entire soundtrack. Like... Mm -hmm. You you will at least need like a pause menu screen song or like some sort of like sound design for like the buttons you click. It can never be like made in a complete box. So
3: yeah.
1: That's I... when I license another <laughs> song to be the pause menu. Oh god. You can't oh. stop
0: me. I'm just gonna keep licensing music. See god here's damn. the thing. That would be like how insulted would you be if you were like a member of a band and you were like, Oh cool, uh this music is considered like nice and boring enough to like be the pause in the action
3: great
0: <laughs> uh I what I was gonna say the, the other thing about licensed
1: music uh that makes me really not kind of like it is that um occasionally games w- when they're getting like re like re-released or something like that like older games use licensed music but because they can't figure out the licensing agreement suddenly this game can't like be on newer gener- like hardware or something like that Mm-hmm. like uh or, or you know, they can't get it. Like I think when they re-released Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, yeah, they didn't have, yeah.
0: they didn't have Superman because they couldn't figure out the licensing with it. Uh, the the, the like, same thing happened with Crazy Taxi. Um, they had to grab some other songs for the remake, and that game is infinitely less amusing now. Um, because yeah. it's not the original yeah. version. Yeah. No, 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 no. There was actually a really weird case with, um, do you remember DJ Hero? For which one? Um, DJ Hero. It was like a spinoff of the Guitar Hero brand. Oh yeah, yeah. So the the I think I played it once. The soundtrack to that game is really good. Like they have these incredible remixes from like all kinds of artists, and you can't legally own it. Like they never like worked out a contract to actually be able to sell it because it's from like so many different people. So like you can't legally own the soundtrack to a game about remixes. And it frustrates me, because it's, like, a really weird, like, legal loophole that has occurred, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of a tragedy, because, like, a lot of that stuff is really good. Yeah. I remember Mm -hmm. the songs on that game being pretty good. Yeah. But
1: I I think you'd have to find, like, a bootleg copy of it, or go, like, on YouTube and hunt down each individual
0: track. Mm Mm-hmm. Which which we do not endorse whatsoever. No, no. No, never. Lending links are terrible. (sighs) Shall we go... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, should we go on to the next question, or... Uh, I agree. We should go into the next question. Uh, mm-hmm. It is our final question, and it is just a general ask, what kind of music would you like to see more of in games? So does anyone have mm. any any particular things that they're like, that's cool! I want to see more of that! That'd be really well, hip. I I have enjoyed, you know,
1: uh, I've really liked the acid jazz of Persona 5, so I'm like, man, that acid jazz vibe needs to come back in more games. I really like that a lot of games are doing this, like, really heavy synth wave kind of sound so i'm enjoying mm-hmm. that too i'm liking or the rise that, of it please. yes i will take some of that as well it's um, quite nice but in more general terms if i wanted to see something more in game music uh mm-hmm. definitely more stuff with dynamic music i think that's great mm-hmm. uh i would love to see kind of a return of games having really strong melodies in their games like You know like we talked about with like zelda and donkey kong and Mm -hmm. castlevania they have really strong like you can almost like hear the just the first few bits and know exactly that song Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like most modern music doesn't really have that that much or like a lot of games don't have that one because they they are trying to blend in but it almost blends in too much so i guess i'm hoping more games come out with very memorable tracks and i think Mm -hmm. that's why i'm really liking persona 5 because the music just, like, gets stuck in your head. Uh, a lot of fighting games have very memorable music
0: as well. So, mm-hmm. more of that. More, more catchy. More more something that you can... Almost something that you could, like, hum along to really quick. Is that what you're going with? I, I feel like that's what kinda, you're Kind of, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and this other thing... This is more an example of stuff.
1: And I think, Drew, you kind of mentioned this in one of your examples. I love it when any game soundtrack has, like... Uh, like a main theme or something, and as the game progresses, it changes. Oh, like like an right. example of that is: Do you remember uh, in Devil May Cry three, Virgil's battle theme? Yes, when you're fighting him. Mm-hmm. The first one's like very like a like kind of nonchalant because he's not taking you seriously. The second one is very aggressive, and the third one's like almost sad kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It's like that was really good. More games should use their main theme
0: more often. Remakes Ooh. that main
2: theme, roll it back in there.
0: I really like that. I think I think that would be very cool because that's that's uh one of the. I really like that game. In case you can't tell, and I really do like the fact that the music, the battle music, gets mixed just enough to match the setting. Yeah, I would love to see more of that. Mm. Yeah. What
3: about
0: what about you, Zach? What do you want to see more of in these here games that you done play?
2: Um, I actually want to see dynamic music be taken to another level. Um, mm. and it maybe blends with Adams a bit, but it's sort of like. I really like the idea that the like the same if you go to the same place it always has the same theme going but depending on what you're doing in that place it'll have like a different vibe going on like like they'll remix it in a slightly different way to mm-hmm. sort of help like to sort of help set the mood but also to connect you to a place and it, mm-hmm. the same works for like um for themes and sort of like you you know certain battles or things like that being able to like reuse the same music to sort of re-evoke a similar feeling, but add a new context to it.
0: Hmm, hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Drew, how about you? Um, I mean, you guys have all said such wonderful things that are very relevant, and I agree. Um, sorry, I'm not being I'm not being contrary this week. Um, but I will say, I think what would be cool is if there was slightly, maybe less music that was very high energy and bombastic, because I feel like games have a lot of that, right? Like, there's a lot of battle hmm. hymns, a lot of, like you know crying a lot of you know very you know "Mm, i feel pumped and hyped and i understand that but it would be cool if i think i would enjoy it enjoy it if i saw more games that explored like other types of music right like i feel like the genre variety could be remixed a bit you know like yeah i can i can understand that yeah just like you know maybe different different time periods maybe different types it's just i think more variety would be good i think that'd be fun
3: that's it
0: that's it for me nice anything else gentlemen anything else um
2: i'm pretty i'm talked out i gotta
0: i'm good yeah all right well then let's cap this sucker off proper with a nice and quick design challenge design club um this week's design club create a game based on an album it cannot be a music game so something maybe we've all listened to and just create a game around it okay Hmm. so
2: what we have to agree on an album first Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, i think for this one it might be it might work better if we just each of us picks an album and then we kind of base like a really quick game idea around that okay Mm -hmm. so
2: like a quick pitch off of off an album a quick Uh, round
0: robin all right so So let's start round robin
2: all right drew you go first
0: um let's see here i when i wrote this question i kept thinking about i don't think this would be a good game but i think it would be very fun to see a american idiot game um (laughs) because that entire album is uh i know green day is polarizing but like that album is very very fun it's very loud it's got all kinds of wonderful punk in it i feel like you could have like
2: a game that takes place at a party with just that music playing
3: oh you like it
2: seems like a game that takes place at a single party Mm -hmm. and it's a game you spend like three or four hours on as you sort of like navigate the party scape
0: Zach, exactly. like are you right turning this into? Are you turning this into a walking simulator? Is that what's yeah. happening? Yeah, it's
2: a walking. It's a walking drama simulator. Thank you very much. <laughs>
3: mm, I,
0: I, I, <laughs> a, a drama simulator, if you will.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I guess I could see that. I could see that. It's just like a lot of walking simulators tend to have music that builds a little bit more, and I feel like with this particular one, I guess you could get away with that. They they have some long songs, and there is an actual kind of arc to it. I could yeah, see
2: well, it happening. We're, just, we're basing we're basing the game on the album you don't have to have the exact mm. album in there it's just mm-hmm. it it the vibe I get from that is sort of like sort of like the house parties you'd have when your parents aren't home
0: mm. I can see that that's my vibe I, I might mm. just be because I grew up with that music okay uh I mean I do like that I think that'd be a good direction to go with it um maybe I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna stay I'm gonna hold for now I'm gonna hold for now. And I'm going to hand this off over to Adam. Adam, what album do you want to (laughs) see? You're going to think this is really stupid. But Uh, I like this idea a lot. Um, mm -hmm. For some reason,
1: I would love to see a game based on Pendulum's Hold Your Color. Yo!
0: I'm 100%... I'm very behind that. I'm 100% behind that.
1: each song, I... I, It almost ends up being like a very Sonic-esque kind of game. Where you're racing through the level... Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, doing, like, you know, doing flips and tricks and stuff. For some reason, when I originally thought of it, you were playing as this little monkey who was, like, running through these different areas. But, like, each song has kind of, like, its own... Would be its own vibe, because each one kind of has, like... You know, one song's called Plastic World, so you could have a whole level about, like, you know, this whole plastic environment. Uh, one's called... Um, Holy crap. Sounds of Life, so you have it, like, out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a song called tarantula that i always for some reason envisioned this little monkey running away from this giant tarantula as it's chasing him and like that'd be kind of
0: a cool game where it's like you know one of those like auto-scrolling levels adam i have to tell you this sounds like the unofficial sequel to super monkey ball and i'm super down with all of this i definitely i I definitely imagine some sort of like fast gameplay possibly a racing game definitely with like large neon signs everywhere yeah Uh... I, i don't know I, that's just one of the random things on I listen to the album, like, damn, this would be, I want this game, this soundtrack in a game somehow, but how? It does seem like it would fit really well with something. Yeah,
2: yeah so but I had to go like, listen to the, I, I listened to uh, that particular song from Pendulum, and mm-hmm. I got a really intense Synthwave vibe out of that. Oh,
1: which
0: well, one, Plastic World?
2: Uh, no, 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 the, the name of the album.
3: Oh,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: the well, Pendulum were- album, name. It's they were an also early a
0: drum and bass stri- they were an early drum and bass band so that makes sense yeah yeah no I, I can imagine like got. everything you
2: said sounds really good um mm-hmm. my suggestion is the getaway which is by red hot chili peppers which is their latest album Yeah. Um, oh and i i just like just if you had a red hot chili peppers as like inspiration for a game in general that would be awesome like mm. they have they have this very particular sort of like soul cow vibe to them um like I I just really like their music, so I I don't I I don't know what exactly I would do for a game necessarily. I get maybe something like a uh, I feel I, like a skating game is basically the vibe for it, but sort of yeah, know like I a, was gonna like say like a longboarding game maybe. <laughs> like, I was gonna say maybe. it
0: definitely seems like it would fit that. Like maybe that wouldn't be like a game genre based off the album itself, but I think the album would probably fit very nicely with that kind of game. Yeah, kind of like Tony Hawk.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah i'm just trying to think of like because it feels like in a lot of ways you kind of like want something that's kind of chill like
3: mm-hmm.
2: it feels like it's it's like less chill than like a tony hawk pro skater game
3: mm-hmm. so i
2: don't know if it's like exactly that but it's definitely got the sort of like mood for this sort of like it's got like a definitely like a punk vibe to it but again mm-hmm. it's it's sort of like low-key because it's red hot chili peppers mm-hmm. i see low-key punk that's how that's how all jelly peppers are <laughs> low-key punk chill chill punk it, it is Just gonna hang like, it out you listen to them yeah i have
3: but yeah so I, I, like th-
2: i don't know like what would be like a good thing for that i
0: it mean seems I think, like think i think what I mean. you've s- selected makes sense um
1: all right here's what i can see mm, instead of instead of skateboarding it's parkouring
0: go around and parkour around the city
3: all right okay maybe
0: okay um a, a mirror's edge co- a mirror's edge knockoff that would um, be interesting yeah it's that'd be fun i don't know maybe, I feel maybe like... you have to wait zach I i've think... got it it's it's a parkour game okay. but you're escaping you from la or you're you're just trying to escape from california like it's just a game right. about leaving california in some way or another that's what? right are you trying <laughs> drew are you trying to tell me he needs to escape from the city Ah, he oh, does! No. He has to escape <laughs> from the city! <laughs> yeah. Alright, I think we're done here. I think we are. Um, yeah. Can I start off pour-outs? Because that's my pour-out. I wanted to give a pour-out to, uh, to all the butt-rock for the Sonic games <laughs> from Crush 40. <laughs> I, Yo. Love the term for it. I love that fucking term. I love...
2: Butt rock is a term.
0: <laughs> I just I pour out to that because you know I don't I won't say it's good music, but it definitely uh, I've definitely listened hey, to a lot of it. <laughs> hey,
1: it's great music. I will also give a uh, a toast to Crush Forty and uh, and the Sonic music. Mm. Uh, you know what? I don't really play Sonic much anymore, but damn, do I like those that butt rock. Oh man, Adam, oh have you goodness. opened your heart? Have you opened your heart? Oh man. <laughs> uh, and then I, I'm trying to think. Do I have any other pour outs or?
2: anything like that i'm hey if you can't think I of any i got i got a lot um i i listed a bunch of composers for a lot of this music and so uh jeremy soul is the guy who did the elder scrolls game do a pour out uh, sorry i'm gonna do a toast to that guy i'm gonna do a mm-hmm. toast to martin o'donnell who worked on a lot of the halo music um a toast to jesper kidd we didn't talk about any of his music but he did borderlands he did assassin's creed um and he's, mm-hmm. he's rather prolific as a composer uh there's Kaiche Okabe. I'm pretty sure I butchered that name, but he's the guy who did the *Near uh, Dragon Guard 3* and *Near Automata* soundtracks. So, very, very good composer. Um, and then uh, a shout out to the uh, original soundtracks of *Bravely Default*, *Final Fantasy IX*. Uh, those were both just super, super good. Um, <clears throat> Like, that, I really like Final Fantasy IX and Bravely Default. They're, like, my favorite JRPG soundtracks. Um, gotcha. And then a final toast to the intro song from Civilization IV. I forget the name Ooh. of it, but it's incredibly distinctive.
1: Isn't it, isn't it Baba Yeti Baba yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so. Baba Yeti. Um, I think
2: it, won is, an award. it is incredibly distinctive. You can go look it up. It, it, mm-hmm. like, it just it has a very particular feel to it. Mm. And so, yeah, those, those are my toasts
0: excellent i I have i guess i have a final
2: to pour out but (laughs) Mm yep
0: uh, sounds good man i got one final toast um i just want to give a post uh, a toast a, pu- a toast to the kingdom hearts theme what is it simple and clean because it's uh, really damn catchy uh, <laughs> it's so good it's really catchy uh um, right, i enjoy we
1: gotta it. stop because we'll be here all night if we keep listing off songs <laughs> it's yeah sorry right. no i had a lot i
3: listed <laughs> no
0: more song listings.
1: before we list off more songs zach i need a lesson
2: Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson is, when you want to learn how to play an instrument, the drums are the cool kids. Just remember, the drums are the cool kids. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>
0: <sighs> what a valuable Thanks. life lesson that was. That game is I, you know, I, when Sounds I was cool. in
2: i was in middle school i tried out for drums i didn't get in and they were like well you can play another instrument and i'm like well my brother said clarinet was for girls so i'll play the flute oh
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean no the thing is, my
2: brother no, it was the worst part my brother said the flute was for girls i just mistaked him Ah. <laughs>
0: all right listeners thank you so much for listening to us talk about music and video games and all kinds of fun stuff if you have anything nice to say to us or any wonderful things you want us to talk about you can reach us at team at gmail.com that's team n-i-t w-i-c at gmail.com you can also find us on twitter um And you can also leave a review for us uh, on whatever podcast listening site you are on. We would very much appreciate it. This week's music, uh, to complement our music episode, is by the wonderful ProLiter. Go ahead and check him out. Um, Next week, we are going to be talking about health systems in games. So be on the lookout for that. Until then, have a lovely week. Have a lovely day. We love you. And we'll talk to you real soon. Goodbye. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.